Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Joel Taylor, CIO at CarePoint Health System. In this segment, Taylor talks about the many benefits of having an organic mentoring program, how he works to make innovation part of the organization's overall strategy, and why he believes no idea should go unheard. I would think that that makes a difference if uh, people can, like you said, if they can see that others are, are you know, advancing and uh, kind of know that, that, that the possibilities are there for, you know, when, when the right opportunity are, arrives for them. It's a funny thing when you first have these conversations when something like this isn't in place and you bring it up to people, there's a lot of, yeah, right, you know, and, oh, yeah, that ain't going to happen. Um, and then you do it once or twice, and, you know, it blows people's minds. And it's kind of funny because then everybody starts running. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, oh, wow, this is actually real. You know, I want to get on this train. And you, you, you see a, a heightened level of engagement that didn't exist before and a lot of excitement. And, you know, as I walk around between meetings and pass by, you know, the staff is – I have to walk past my team to get to anywhere in the organization just based on where my office is, you know, and I see people that are out of place and it's inspiring. You know, I'm like, you know, that's a help desk person. He's engaging with a business analyst. It's a help desk person. He's engaging with a report writer. So you actually see it playing out and it makes you want to do it more. Is it like a formal mentoring process set up, or is it just something where people are encouraged to, you know, like you said, just, just talk, to, talk to different departments and kind of just broaden that, that experience? Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of an organic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to really have a, a formal piece, yeah. you know, because quite honestly I'm busy enough. I don't want to have to manage an education program, yeah. um, you know, selfishly. But in the reality, you know, um, ambitious people, hardworking people, um, they, they do things on their own. Yeah. And when they know they can and they're empowered to do so and they're encouraged and supported, um, it, it just happens. It's a natural thing. Right. It probably don't even have to mess with it. <laughs> yeah, we really don't keep tabs on it. You know, it's uh, um, we, a new position opens up, and more often than not, somebody's ready to take that role. Right. Okay. So now, um, in terms of your your, your own um, career path, um, now you've been you've been with CarePoint for a few years, two years. Uh, two years in July. And you started as a CIO of CarePoint um, Medical Group. Correct. Okay. How did that go as far as um, you know making the uh, the move to the uh, system wide? Oh boy, <laughs> that's just a it's just a long process of attrition really you know I, I guess uh, you know at, at some point along the way um, the things I was doing at the medical group got the attention of the organization at large and as the organization came to play and you know people moved into roles uh, I, I think they saw me as you know the um, the person here that had the right skill set and was demonstrating the right right rules and you know doing the right things certainly wasn't something that I was looking forward to do when I came here, um, but uh, just kind of organically took its course. And now uh, your your role right now, um, CIO of of CarePoint, and then you also have the security, I'm sorry, Chief Information Security Officer role? Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's, uh, 
that's a lot. That's a lot to have that as well. Um, it's a lot. I mean, I do have security managers on, on my team, mm-hmm. um, and they really fulfill that role. Uh, but right now, you know, um, the expectation is that, that that ultimate responsibility falls on me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can imagine that even with uh, with a team, that that's that's a challenging thing, just because of both roles being, uh, you know, so <laughs> consuming. Yeah, it, it you know it is what it is. You know. Right. Now, um, as far as uh, you know, when when you first came to CarePoint um, in the the medical group role, um, so at that point, that was a new organization, or was it uh, kind of like a a different medical group that had changed hands? No, it was it was a new medical group, um, and uh, we had 17 physicians back then. Seems like five years ago, but <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, did you have hesitation about, uh, you know, becoming part of a, a new organization? Um, you know, I mean, certainly any time you change careers, you, you, you have pause, right? right. Uh, but I, I, knew, I knew a lot of the leadership that was here already, and the ones that I didn't, that I met with, um, had inspiring vision. And I saw CarePoint going in a direction that was exciting. And, uh, you know, to move out of the medical group specific into a, you know, a true health system, uh, you know, certainly from a career perspective, is an exciting uh, opportunity. Right. And you had had, had previous experience with, uh, with group practices, and I can imagine that that's something that uh, you've been able to draw on that experience, you know, in your role now, especially with uh, acquiring so many practices and may, maybe being familiar with some of the... Uh, the needs of physicians. Absolutely. You know, being, being able to know that side of the business and have that a piece that's something I don't have to spend a lot of time learning about. Yeah. Uh, it really allows me to focus on the other parts of our business that uh, I'm not so educated on. Right. The last thing I kind of wanted to touch on was was innovation, and it's something that's um, it's interesting to me, uh, you know, how – CIOs can try to, to foster it without um, forcing it. It's something that really can't be forced. But what are what are your, your thoughts on that, especially in a time where everybody does have so much on their plates? Well, I mean, you know, it, it's the nature of our world right now, right? If you're not innovating, you're failing. So um, you you have to be looking at the things that you can do um, that give you a competitive advantage in your marketplace, that give you um, a, a more exciting uh, way of providing care for your patients that makes them want to come and be a part of what you're doing, uh, a, a way to improve the care that your physicians have and the tools that they have so they can be better doctors and better care providers. Um, you know, so uh, you got to do it. And I think you know, one of the key strategies there is to be in tune with the strategy and vision of your organization as a whole and know where they're headed and being able to sit in a meeting and see a problem and a solution um, when it's not necessarily being presented to you as such. And then I think, you know, from an adoption perspective, um, you know, hand-holding seems to be the best practice in healthcare. You know, so you kind of have to guide people to see why they need to do something, right. you know, as opposed to just coming into a meeting and, you know, making a demand that this is, this is something we need. And over, over time, helping the, your peers in the boardroom understand that 
you know, you're here to serve the business and that, uh, you know, you're not just an IT guy looking to buy the next toy. Right. Right. And what about as far as just, um, you know, when when there are people in, in different different roles who who do have ideas, is it something where they're, they know that, that they're, they're encouraged to, you know, kind of present that and... Again, it's probably something where there's not necessarily a formal process in place, but just kind of, a, you know, knowing that, that anyone's welcome to present ideas, like that, that type of thing. No idea goes unheard from my perspective. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're always accepted with um, positive responses. And, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, it's a great idea. Let's see if we can work with the vendor to get a pilot and get that person involved in the leadership of that and engagement and uh you know if it's a good product it's something that we can move forward on and you know we can get excited uh through that pilot program and get a lot of buzz around it if it's not you know sometimes you can kind of quiet people uh through that process and uh you know just never having to say no you know it's a bad word right (laughs) right and and if something isn't, um, you know, the right idea for right now, it doesn't mean that it's, it won't be useful at some point. Well, you know, I, I guess that the simplest terms, you know, at least from my perspective, you know, no fight ever got started because somebody said yes. So if you can prevent that type of uh, visceral reaction from happening with people, then you can help foster collaboration and discovery and discovery with clarity as opposed to discovery via rage. Hmm. You know, he said, I can't do this, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to prove it wrong and I'm going to do it my own, and, you know, now I have a fight on my hands. Right, right. Very interesting times we're in, so it's, it's really uh, <laughs> it's great for me to hear different perspectives and see how, you know, how everybody's uh, kind of leadership styles and, and uh, you know, how everyone's handling uh, the different challenges uh, being thrown at CIOs right now. You know, it's funny, you, 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 you spend so much time reading and everybody's got, you know, a leadership, uh, you know, mantras and things they have. And I think the reality is that you have to find a leadership style that matches your personality. And, you know, the way in which I lead is not going to be successful for every other leader out there. Right. Um, you know, if it doesn't match who they are. So um, I, I think leaders that are very successful have some pretty good clarity about who they are and how they behave and integrate uh, strategies around that. You know, just saying, oh, you know, I want to be like this guy or I want to be like that guy. Um, The the lack of individuality really breaks it. Right, yeah. All right, well, you've given given us a lot of good stuff, a lot of good thoughts. I want to thank you so much for taking some time to speak with us, and uh, I'd love to be able to catch up with you down the road or possibly meet you since I'm in New Jersey, a little south of you, but <laughs> maybe at one of these events I'd love to uh, say hello in person. That'd be wonderful. I'd love that. All right, great. Well, thank you so much, and um, I'll be in touch soon. You're very welcome. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, Visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.